confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O oh, Almighty God, merciful Father, Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded who seek my life. Let
The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, by your gift alone, your faithful people render true and laudable service. Help us steadfastly to live in this life according to your promises and finally attain your heavenly glory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the 12th Sunday after Trinity is from Isaiah chapter 29. Is it not yet a very little while till Lebanon shall be turned into a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be esteemed as a forest? In that day the deaf shall hear the words of the book, and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness. The humble also shall increase their joy in the Lord, and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. For the terrible one is brought to nothing, the scornful one is consumed, and all who watch for iniquity are cut off, who make a man an offender by a word, and lay a snare for him who reproves in the gate, and turn aside the just by empty words. Therefore, thus says the Lord who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob shall not now be ashamed, nor shall his face now grow pale, but when he sees his children, the work of my hands in his midst, they will hallow my name and hallow the Holy One of Jacob and fear the God of Israel. These also who erred in spirit will come to understanding and those who complained will learn doctrine. This is the word of the Lord. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. Bless 
Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God. justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind, the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down, the over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless. But the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God will to all from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And we have such trust through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away, how will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect, because the glory that excels. For if what what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. This is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
love to God our strength. Make a joyful shout to the God of Jacob. According to St. Mark, the seventh chapter. Glory be to thee, Lord. Departing from the region of Tyre and Sidon, Jesus came through the midst of the region of Decapolis to the Sea of Galilee. Then they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to put his hand on him. And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be open." Immediately his ears were opened and the impediment of his tongue was loosed and he spoke plainly. Then he commanded them that they should tell no one, but the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look 
for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. They brought to Jesus one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to put his hand on him. And Jesus took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be open. Immediately his ears were opened, and the impediment of his tongue was loosed, and he spoke plainly. Then he commanded them that they should tell no one, but the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it, and they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear, 
and the mute to speak. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Which sense would you rather not lose more than any other? Touch? Sight? Taste? Smell? Or hearing? I think the two big ones for most people are seeing and hearing. For my part, I don't want to lose my hearing. Because if I were blind, at least I could hear my wife's voice. I could hear, I love you. I could hear the voices of my grandchildren. I could hear the church singing. I could hear the choir making music. And most of all, I could hear the gospel. The sweet word of the forgiveness of sins in Jesus, which covers me with his righteousness, which takes away the partition of sin that separates me from God, which opens up holy communion with the Lord and with one another within the body of Christ. I don't want to lose my hearing. As Lutherans, we know the familiar words from Romans chapter 10, which is often one of the epistles for this Sunday. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. This poor chap in our gospel reading for today was in a terrible predicament. He didn't even have the ability to hear the word of the gospel. He was deaf. He was deaf to all sound. He couldn't receive any sound at all. And so he was mute. He was unable to speak. Or if anything came out of his mouth, it was probably guttural sounds of gibberish. This is where the maladies in the gospel readings that people have that Jesus cures are more than just the malady on the surface, the inability to hear and the inability to speak. But these maladies testify to the spiritual condition which we all have apart from Christ and his redeeming work. When the Bible says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It lays the entirety of the creation of faith in Jesus and the reception of the gift of his forgiveness upon the word alone and nothing within us. Not even the equipment, the ears, the eardrum, the capacity to receive that word. That is testified to in this miracle. Ephatha, be open. The word creates the very ability to receive the word. No wonder St. Paul says in the epistle for today that nothing is of ourselves as ministers. It depends entirely upon the ministry of the Spirit 
who operates through the word. And so we see this lovely, intimate, Trinitarian, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit connection in the gospel for the day. The Son of God takes this man aside. He puts his fingers into the man's ears. He puts spittle on his fingers and touches the man's tongue. And then he sighs, invoking the Holy Spirit, and he speaks to his father and to the man, Ephatha, the open. It's very Trinitarian, very baptismal, isn't it? Spittle from Jesus' mouth, out of which his words come. We should remember the words of the catechism. How can water do such great things and spit of all things, certainly not just water or spit, but the word of God in and with that spit. That water does these things. The word of God creates out of nothing the gift of faith. The word of God bestows where there is only sin and death the gift of righteousness. Understand in the gospel for today that when Jesus deals with this deaf mute so very personally, so very intimately, this is how he deals with you. This is what faith is to learn to believe through the testimony of the gospel. That touch of Jesus with his fingers and with his spittle, the direction of his word personally to this particular man in his condition, corresponds to the way in which the Lord deals with you. Very personally, knowing all of your sicknesses and all of your infirmities, all of the ways in which sin afflicts you, knowing all of this, he comes to you in his word right where you are and he speaks what you need to hear to bring light out of darkness, to bring hearing to the deaf. Understand that when Jesus says, Ephatha, be open, in that word is every promise of the gospel. For example, Ephatha, be open, your sins are forgiven. I love you, I forgive you, I restore you to holy communion with my Father in the Spirit. Every blessing of Jesus comes to us through that word of the gospel. This helps us understand. What is at the end of this reading? After the man was healed, he spoke plainly. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. It was impossible for him not to speak. And it wasn't simply that he spoke words, like pick something up at the grocery store, I can finally ask my wife to do that. Oh no. What he confessed out of his mouth was the very word of the gospel that he himself had received and which gave him comfort. The same is true for you. You receive the word and you sing and you confess the liturgy. You recite the catechism. 
Not with voices that mumble, but with full-throated voices that sing the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Again, this helps us understand the very end of the gospel. He commanded them that they should tell no one, but the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying he has done all things well. So the question may arise, Pastor, if the word of God has the power to actually enact and do what it says, how come when Jesus commanded them to tell no one, they seem to ignore it? What does it teach? As Lutherans, we talk about God's word in terms of law and gospel. The law shows us our sin and how much we need a savior. The gospel not only proclaims God's love, it delivers his love to us. Just like when you hear your beloved tell you, I love you, I adore you, you mean everything to me, that delivers real love concretely to you and from you to your beloved. So also it is with Jesus here. This word of the gospel is greater than any command of the law. It's only in the New Testament. Not that the gospel wasn't in the Old Testament, it was. But it's only in the New Testament through the gift of the ministry of the Spirit in this new covenant in the blood of Jesus that raises the singing and the confessing of the church to a new level. To sing and to speak with such clarity about all that God has done for us. So they could not keep silent. The gospel word trumps the law. Because in the gospel word, there is no law or no commandment. All is fulfilled in Jesus. And so they cannot resist. They must tell everyone what Jesus has done. And he has done all things well. He makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. When our confession from the mouth wanes, it is because the hearing of the ears has waned. Therefore, what you and I need most in our Christian life, when we struggle to believe, to understand, to confess in the midst of hardship and trouble, to sing when we are sad. What we need most is to hear the word of the gospel, Ephrathah. And we pray that we might learn to believe that Christ indeed died for our sins out of great love, so that learning from him we might not only love others, but sing of that love and abide in the consolation of that love, and confess that love. He has done all things well. He comes to you today by a word, and he touches you, and he bears your burdens and your sorrows, and he gives you new life. In the name of Jesus. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding 
keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of faith that Christ has opened to us. For we are brought out of our helplessness by Christ who does all things well. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this congregation, that our ears would be opened by the Spirit to the gospel of peace and salvation and that our lips would show forth our thanks and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all the baptized, that we are given the sufficient trust of God through the ministry of the Spirit's righteousness. For June Breck, Michael Ferguson, Charlie Dine, Noah DePew, and for the gift of baptism that Charles Sebastian Hartwig will receive later today, let us pray to the Lord. For all the families of the church, that the Lord would open their hearts in faith, that in the impediments of tongue and ear, they would hallow, they would hallow the Holy One of Jacob and fear the God of Israel. For all the married, especially Reverend Gary and Susan Gelbach, Kevin and Rachel Reilly, Michael and Ashley Newman, for all families rearing children, for all families wishing for children, and for those hoping to be married, that they would increase their joy in the Lord to hear the doctrine of the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all in authority, by whose service God provides for us the gift of order, including our government, our police and firemen, our military, and our families that employ the use of schooling in partnership with families, that they would be given godly prudence and endurance to carry out their duties well. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the safe recovery of Peyton Locklear from cancer treatment, we give thanks. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the families and friends mourning the death of Karen Brown, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick, for the frail and for the dying, for Amy Bruss, for Connor and Travis, for Kathy May, Cindy Runau, Gabby Hartwig, Pira Sigmund, David Berger, Andy Helwig, Drew Franklin, for Michael, for Reverend Dr. John Willie, 
for Kathleen Hetzel, Dennis Michalis, Kathy Miller, and for Beth, that God would restore them to health, and for the doctors, nurses, therapists, and all those who tend our brothers and sisters in need, that God would bless them as they put the talents he has given them to good use. Let us pray to the Lord. For the church throughout the world and for our synod, especially our district, that God would bless all congregations, pastors, and agencies to serve faithfully and without fear. That the Lord would raise up and send ministers of Christ's righteousness to preach in all times and places. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who will behold the face of God this day in Christ's most precious body and blood, that they may discern his body and come to his table in humility and faith to receive the forgiveness of sins and salvation. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Heavenly Father, you brought us forth by the word of truth, by your own gracious will. Implant the word of truth in us, which is able to save our souls, that we may be the first fruits of the new creation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is meet and right so to It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying,
Lord be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.